Thank you very much. You are listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark. This is the Jazz Focus. And today, the title of our program is The Black and White Keys. And uh, these are all recordings that we're going to hear today that feature piano players and were recorded for the Black and White label in the 1940s. Black and White was a small jazz-focused uh, label, at least at first, that was founded in New York City uh, in about 1943, late 1943. And uh, it was uh, 
dedicated to small group jazz for the most part and uh, had a very liberal slant to it. Used uh, mixed groups, white and black players, and uh, did some really fine uh, recordings during this period, which was also during the recording ban. Uh, they, small, their small uh, labels came to grips with that and to agree with the union earlier than the large labels like Victor and Decca, and so started making recordings. They also were suffering by the uh, lack of materials. This was during the war years, and uh, shellac was hard to come by, so they had to come up with other materials for recordings and making records, which makes the sound of these sometimes a little bit peculiar. Anyway, the fellow who founded this label was a fellow named Lester Schriber, or Schreiber, and uh, he was a record collector who had privately recorded some performers, such as Art Hodes, uh, some of the recordings he uh, released later on in black and white. All of their sessions uh, for the first year or two were done in New York City, and then gradually they moved to the West Coast, starting in, a, in the later part or the fall of 1945. So we started out with a session that was done by the stride pianist Cliff Jackson. Cliff Jackson had a wonderful African-American big band in about 1930 or so called the Crazy Cats that made a series of recordings. He also recorded with Sidney Bechet and many other players. He was a well-known solo pianist on the New York scene uh, from the 1920s all the way up to about 1970 or so. He was married to the singer Maxine Sullivan from the 1950s on and often accompanied her as well. We started out with the old jazz chestnut, the Royal Garden Blues, named for the ballroom or dance hall in Chicago that had King Oliver uh, holding forth in it in the early 1920s. And then he did Isham Jones' tune, uh, It Had to Be You, including the verse, which is not often heard uh, these days anyway, but a very good performance of that. Those were recorded uh, for black and white, as I said, uh, on uh, July 15th of 1944. And there were two other tunes on that session. We're going to hear those at the end of the program. So now we're going to go to a, a pianist who is not well known at all because he died quite young, actually of uremia in 1945 when he was only about 26 or 27 years old. His name was Nat Jaffe. He was a white pianist who uh, had played in several big bands, including Jan Savitt and uh, Charlie Barnett's band. He made a series of recordings and broadcasts with the Jack Teagarden Orchestra in 1939-40 when he was only about 21. We've played some of those on a past uh, radio show and podcast as well. Uh, he's going to do four tunes coming up on the next set. And this is the Nat Jaffe Trio featuring the guitarist Reno, Remo Palmier, sometimes known as Remo Palmieri, and uh, the bass player Leo Guarneri, who was the brother of Johnny Guarneri, the much more famous pianist. The four tunes we're going to hear by Nat Jaffe and his trio are A Hundred Years From Today, a tune that he obviously probably had played quite a lot when he was with Jack Teagarden. That was one of Teagarden's uh, famous numbers. The Blues in Nat's Flat, If I Had You, and a particularly effective version uh, of the ballad, These Foolish Things Remind Me of You. Very pretty performance. Those recordings were done in December of 1944, just before, a couple of months before, uh, Nat Jaffe passed away. Then we're going to finish up that set with a tune called I Thought About You, Jimmy Van Heusen and J uh, Johnny Mercer. And this tune was recorded in March of 1944 by Dick Carey. Dick Carey, the pianist, assisted by George Wetling on drums. The two of them had played on many Eddie Condon sessions for Commodore and other companies as well. And Dick Carey uh, was also known as a, uh, as a trumpeter and an uh, alto horn player on various sessions. He became known as a very fine composer and arranger. In addition, 
addition to that, he was the first piano player with the Louis Armstrong All-Stars starting about 1947, just before Earl Hines came to take over the piano bench. So those are our tunes for this session. Nat Jaffe and his trio, 100 Years From Today, The Blues and Nat's Flat, If I Had You and These Foolish Things, and Dick Carey doing I Thought About You.
So that was the last one anyway. I Thought About You, the Van Heusen and Johnny Mercer tune, done by Dick Carey. Uh, I think his only solo piano session, in fact. He recorded four tunes at that session, uh, accompanied by George Wetling on drums, although only two were issued, and the other two are presumed lost. We're going to hear the other one at the beginning of the next set. That was done in March of 1944, and we preceded that with uh, four tunes by Nat Jaffe and his trio, which also features some guitar playing, a little bit anyway, by Remo Palmier and bass playing by Leo Guarneri, and those were done in December of 1944, again, just before he passed away, Nat Jaffe did, and it's interesting to think what he might have gone on to do had he lived a little longer. He was obviously very harmonically aware, and he might have become a force in the next style of jazz, but uh, we have some tantalizing evidence on the four tracks we heard. A hundred years from today, very atmospheric in there, and almost... Uh, 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 impressionistic harmonies going on around uh, at the beginning, especially of that tune. Then the blues in Nat's flat. If I had you and that very, very pretty and reflective version of These Foolish Things Remind Me of You. So again, these are all done for the black and white record label. We're calling this program Black and White Keys. And uh, we're going to go on and hear another pianist in the next, next session, but not before we play that other tune by Dick Carey. And this is the Rogers and Hart tune, You Took Advantage of Me, again accompanied by George Wetling. Then we're going to go over to uh, our, our colleague of Carey's. This is Gene Schroeder, or Gene Schreider, sometimes pronounced. He was uh, well known for his long association with Eddie Condon after Dick Carey kind of left the fold as a pianist in the mid-40s of the Condon groups at Nick's and so forth. Schroeder came in, and he was with him until the 1960s. He uh, left for a while to go on tour with the Dukes of Dixieland, and I think he may have passed away on tour with them in the mid-60s, but he was a very... Um, good band pianist and also a very good solo pianist as well. I don't know if he had any other solo session or, or featured session under his own name other than this one in black and white, which was done in July, July 29th of 1944. All of these done in New York, by the way. And this is the Gene Schroeder Trio with Schroeder on piano, Bob Casey on bass, and Joe Grosso on drums. And that was three quarters of the rhythm section uh, at Nick's uh, Club in the Village, the uh, uh, club that was featuring some of the Eddie Condon groups and Muggsy Spanier groups at the time. And Eddie Condon, of course, was the fourth member of that uh, rhythm section. And we're going to hear four tunes. We're going to hear the Gershwin tune Liza, which was always a piano showcase, usually stride piano. Schroeder was not really a stride pianist, but he did a lot of interesting uh, contrary motion between his hands, which is a little different than what we've heard so far. And the old tune I Ain't Got Nobody, then the almost as old tune, Sweet Georgia Brown, and then the only slightly less old tune, T for Two, which he does at a very moderate tempo. And pianists, especially stride pianists like uh, Fats Waller and also Art Tatum, tended to take this up-tempo as a showpiece. But he did it very quietly and uh, in a very musical way. So those are our tunes for this set. Dick Carey with George Wetling doing You Took Advantage of Me. And then Gene Schreider with uh, Bob Casey and Joe Grosso doing Eliza, I Ain't Got Nobody, Sweet Georgia Brown, and Tea for Two, all recorded for Black and White.
that was Gene Schreider and his trio with Bob Casey on bass and Joe Grasso on drums. Each of the uh, sidemen, the bass and drums, got a little solo on a couple of numbers, especially Sweet Georgia Brown. We, uh, going back to front, I guess, we ended up with T for Two, a good medium tempo version of that, although it seemed like I was always waiting for it to speed up. It never did. Before that, a medium fast version of Sweet Georgia Brown, featuring again the bass and the drums. I ain't got nobody before that. And then Liza, which started with an out-of-tempo, almost Tatum-like introduction, and then went into an up-tempo version, which is a little more familiar. We started that set out with You Took Advantage of Me, uh, Dick Carey and George Wetling, uh, from March of 1944. The uh, Schroeder sessions were from July of 1944. So if you're enjoying this program of our uh, black and white keys, in this case, uh, what inspired me for this program is Mosaic has just come out with a set of almost all of the recordings done on black and white. I think it's about a 10 CD set. It's an outstanding set if you are interested in such things. I'm going to do a podcast coming up on black and white reeds, which uh, will feature some of the small groups that uh, feature clarinets and at least one saxophone. So that'll be something to look forward to. Again, we are the Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark. We have uh, quite a few radio shows and podcasts on my podcast station, which is also Jazz uh, Focus. You can get it on Spotify or Apple or anywhere you get your finer podcasts, including these programs, which migrate over after a while. Uh, You are listening to WETF. The Jazz Station, South Bend, Indiana. And we're going to finish up with those two tunes that I promised from the first part of the program. We started out with two tunes by Cliff Jackson, the great Harlem stride pianist. We're going to end up with the uh, remainder of that session, which um, came from July of 1944. Again, all of these recorded in New York. And this is Cliff Jackson playing solo on the Limehouse Blues and Who.